talking with the director of Morning After and his star, uh, Tion, uh, Tion Kelly, uh, who, is the, who plays Henry, the main, the main lead in the film. Uh, really interesting film, crime drama film festival. So tell me about Elijah. I'm so curious about the, the, its style, really stylized film. Was black and white always your intention? Was it always going to be a black and white movie? Uh, with this piece, yes. Uh, it was it was my second film I made after film school. And, you know, being in film school, it definitely spoiled you with like, you know, a lot of like great equipment, ease of access to sure. really talented people that are learning along with you. Um, so getting out, it was like, okay, what well, I have all this knowledge, but now I'm back to the same resource level I was before I went to film school. So for me, it was like trying to find like creative limitations uh which helped us for you know lighting we didn't have to worry about color temperature it helped us for wardrobe it was a lot easier for continuity and then it also helped us for like you know thinking in terms of like you know grayscale for contrast which i, I felt like worked really well for the noir aspect of this because the nature of the content itself it's like a crime mystery thriller and so for us it's like yeah we were just leaning into like a lot of those like noir tropes with like a femme fatale you know type villain uh you know that's kind of like the antagonist uh that you find now really the whole thing so for us it was just for me i know for me when it, when it was making this it was like okay you know what are like the like the basics of storytelling that i can really just like hone into and then just maximize that like exploit it you know gotcha so and i meant i mentioned like stylized film like lots of handheld lots of like cut, like uh, cut shots Kind of in, in, enhancing the the conflict, enhancing the the like with the main character, especially like his internal conflict, and even the beginning scene, like the kind of a very sexual scene, right? Like it's very uh, like I get it, I, I get this scene when I first watched it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is mm -hmm. like you know nightclub hookup, right? So yeah, totally exactly. And, but there's that there's that lust and that that kind of like freedom. There's this there's a freedom sensuality to to the scene, so. Congrats. So where did you first meet uh, uh, your, 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 your great coast there, your great uh, lead, Tion? Yeah, so meeting Tion was fantastic because uh, we were actually going to shoot this in March 2020 uh, before oh, it was a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah that that yeah, that was kind of a weird misstep for everyone, for the whole world. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so we were casting, I believe it was that fall, and we were holding auditions and you know just going through the you know usual steps for the casting process and he popped up in the auditions and we went through the whole scene work and for me i was just like okay i i just saw like a ton of other people and he was like one of the last ones for the day and i was like i don't think i need to see anyone else <laughs> like it was like he he fit the the just like like unstable, raw, palpable, just like anxiety that this character needed. Um, but he also had that range of like being able to bring it down and then like have these intimate moments with the, you know, his co-star Sam, uh, Emma, and, you know, just had this really wide range where like I'm giving him direction on set. I don't really need to explain much to him. He's like, okay, got it. Like there's even, uh, there's a shot towards the end where he finds out about the twist and he's packing his bag um there's a shot where i used where it's before i called action but we already had the camera rolling and i was like that's such a good moment i know for him it was technically just like him like bouncing like getting ready to get into a scene but for me i was like that's such a good moment of like him processing like 
almost like this festering rage because literally it's like this rage of like oh my god i was betrayed i was like i gotta keep that i'm gonna use that for the moment <laughs> so for him it's like is that what that was simmering with talent <laughs> yes that's what it, that's what that moment I was, was. Like, I, I was, no, I was like i don't remember i don't remember filming that i was like i do not remember doing that exactly that see so this is my good. first time telling him <laughs> i spent like a year and a half on this edit and there's so much footage I was combing through. And that moment, I'm like, that's the best moment. And I didn't even say action yet. And it, it, that's just that's just Tion. He he gives his like 200%, you know, before and after the camera's rolling. And to me, just as a director and also as uh, a friend, it was just like, this is awesome. Like, just it was just so, so much fun to work with him. So well, honestly, you made know. it easy, man, because <laughs> on, working with a director that is so collaborative as you and, and understands the vision that he wants, it just makes it easier for me to get into the character and stay in the character and just be present and do what I need to do. So uh, honestly, all the kudos goes to you, man. So Tian, do you remember when you first uh, <laughs> read the script and like, I'm sure you do many editions and you can't get too emotionally attached, one would assume, because... You know, it's so random, right? Being an actor. So when do you ever Absolutely. went in for the audition? Yes. Uh, so I I found this uh, this listing on, uh, I applied, I think it was like on backstage or something, because that was all I was mm -hmm. using at the time. And uh, when I found it, I was like, all right, this guy named Henry, he's sporadic and kind of just trying to help everybody. All right, cool. Got it. So uh Oddly enough, the audition room was two blocks down from my house. So I was like, oh, great. I'll just walk there and got up to the place. Feel like I killed it. I feel like I killed the audition. I was like, all right, I'm feeling pretty good. Now I have this uh, task or, or I have this, um, um, what do you call it? This uh, uh, practice of like uh, submit it and forget it. Yeah. So I went in mm. and I was like, all right, do my stuff. And then I'm like, Whatever happens, happens. And then I didn't really hear anything. And then the pandemic <laughs> happened. <laughs> and the pandemic happened. And then we were just kind of like on hold, on hold, on hold. But yeah, reading this script for the first time, I was like, okay, this is a lot deeper than just a... A, 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 a guy who doesn't know what he's doing and gets in a bad situation. It's, it's almost like a, a, um, a piece on he, he, he wants to help so much though, that it is his own downfall. And he is very gullible, but doesn't think he is. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. he he, yes. he, he yeah. really genuinely just wants know. to help. Most exactly. people are gullible don't yeah. know. <laughs> right? Yeah. Have, have yeah. no idea. Yeah. Has no idea. And Sam, is honestly, God bless her for, for dealing with Henry as long as she has. Because he is just like, <laughs> yeah. he is so all over the place, so sporadic, just so wants to help and feels like he needs to, to, if like, he, he's the kind of person who's like, if I don't do it, it won't get done. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If I don't do something about it, then everything will go wrong. And mm -hmm. uh, I mean, this this height in his life just brings all of that crashing to a head. And it, it is <laughs> he quickly realizes how naive he is at the very moment when 
he realizes his betrayal by destiny. Yeah. He's like, spoiler alert. Yep. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Sorry. But yeah, at the, at that height, he just realizes right then and then like, I need to change and it's too late. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he has he definitely has a... an arc. Like he definitely has a, an emotional like uh journey where he's learning as we go. And I'm mm -hmm. curious about the glasses though because it's such a kind of um part of his character was did you did you, were these your glasses? Like where did the glasses come into the film for him wearing it? I think they were from our art They person, were not mine. Cheyenne. Yeah. Yeah. She she came up with a lot of fun accessories, even like Keen, uh, who, the guy who plays Muscles, uh, the face of like the antagonist. That was a chain, I think, from like her grandmother's set of jewelry. Yeah, her grandma's kind of blinged out. Uh, she was able to like read the script and just like highlight certain moments. Like, okay, you mentioned glasses. I have the glasses look for him. I have like, you know, you didn't say jewelry for uh, Muscles, but I already know he's, he's going to need like some kind of like bling or something. So she was like amazing to work with. And she also just like went ham on that, all that fake blood that shows up later on. So she had a lot of fun, just like, just kind of like saying, okay, how far can I stretch like these moments and things like that. Yeah. But yeah, it, to, just to kind of like fishtail off of Dion's point, there was a really great thing he said when I think it was either in the middle or before shooting when we were just doing rehearsals, um, you had described it as it, it feels like a piece that almost like it can center on this like forgotten like set of years you know just for our generation just entering your 20s especially after college because all these milestones you know that our parents had they happen a lot sooner whether it's like you know getting the job you know getting your your, your career getting into a serious relationship a lot of this it's like our adolescence is being like pushed out further and further and further from 18 to 22 to 25 and so for for a huge aspect of that there's a lot of uh feelings of like you know, cruel waking up to the world with your naivety, but also just like this feeling lost. And you can really feel that like, you know, wandering spirit uh, just with, with Tion's character as you're following Tion along on the screen. It's just like, you know, where where does he fit in all this, especially with his giving nature? You know, that's seen as a virtue in a lot of cases, but this is the thing that's like hurting him the most. So it's like, what do you do? In a fucked up world and you have this giving nature how do you adjust are you supposed to be selfish then you know yeah. so so it seems like this 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 character is personal to you the way you're describing it is like are you describing yourself a little bit oh 100 and yeah. just like even yeah. even tion like i think there's like a personal personal resonance for him too um but uh yeah for for us i think that was something we talked about a lot where it was just like you know, this is such a like personal topic for us because we've, we've been in relationships, friendships, even just like professional relationships where we go in assuming the best of this person, like, oh, this person that I'm working with, you know, he's trying to land me jobs or this and that, yeah. um, you know. There's, it's a it's a terrible world for actors as well working with like scammy you know agents and stuff like that so it's like mm -hmm. Tion, like Tion, he's he has that same heart too it's like i'm seeing the best in these people you know where is this gonna go and you know i think for me too just even just trying to enter in the film making yeah. world through la um uh, 
it, it's just a giant ocean of just sardines and everyone's just trying to find a spot for themselves and very selfishly it's like no there's no room for you get out you know what i mean but yeah. i'm like but but so you really it, it really does feel like you know a doggy dog world but you know even just through this film you know tian on tian and i have just felt very very lucky just like to be able to meet each other and then everyone else we okay. worked on you know like i think i think almost every actor that's like that's gotten updates from this all the emails and stuff they're like wait this is getting finished because the assumption like tian said you just you know audition forget it's like you make it forget this is probably just gonna sit on some your director's hard drive on their desk it's like no i'm getting this done i swear it may take a couple of years yeah. i'm getting this done here's the yeah. thing about like the actor side of it it's like okay you do the audition you forget about it oh we're actually filming okay great we do the film you forget about it oh it's actually doing something oh okay we'll go th forget about it yeah oh it's actually doing something else like you know it's just a yeah. big continuous kind of because yeah. like when you as your as, as an actor if you get your hopes up too high then yeah. you can really find yourself in the lowest lows of the acting world which is mm -hmm. feeling that rejection and that's really something that you kind of have to 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 get over and i kind of put that through this piece which is exactly what yeah. uh, you were talking about it's like there's dealing all of these 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 themes of betrayal control trust uh, rejection and fear anxiety and just e even honestly love and and who you give it to and who should you give it to he just he gives love to all of the wrong people you know yeah he should be giving mm -hmm. all this love to sam but he's instead he's giving it to people that hurt him instead which is just like it's kind of just life you know yeah you, seems like you yeah. guys are the, the metaphorically this is a film about this is a film about the movie industry <laughs> like the <way> yes <laughs> like it's so good well i think for both of us i know for me writing this like i don't like writing things that i just even thematically even if it's like a very loose abstract thing that's connected to the film it could be like a fantasy or something for all i care like i need to be able to relate to it somehow because i feel like i can i can communicate the spirit of that a lot better because it's a yeah. story that i know and this, the best stories you can tell are the ones that you know um and so for this it was like even just the writing aspect of it there are things that are like very very superficial that like i took inspo from like there's a shitty internship i was just like doing beer runs i was doing all their video work the social media sure. all that um uh, but it was a very flashy like la nightlife uh type of gig where they're just throwing like all these crazy parties at sundance and downtown la at these different venues like in you know west hollywood um so a lot of those like you know atmospheric you know sensual like moments in the film and in the script you know definitely get informed by that um and then i just kind of like add on top of that like that you know they're crazy you know scenarios and encounters i've had where like okay wait what this person brought workers to this to this party what's going on um and so it was just more of like taking some of the things that i've seen or encountered and then just kind of like you know let my imagination run wild of like a what if scenario uh but when it came to like uh just the story of henry and sam you know that that is something i i can 100 relate to just even on both sides of that where like i've been the giver and i'm like oh my god i'm totally forgetting about the people around me but then i've also been the other person on the other side where i'm like this person's in a toxic situation i'm trying my best to like be there support them but like oh my god they're being stupid i love them mm. but they're being stupid you know so and i think that's the best way 
to write when you when you are writing is that you can still put like yourself in the other person's shoes like i have like whole backstories for even like destiny and akeen that haven't seen the light of day of course in the short may or may not of the feature but like i, I have all these backstories and everything that just inform like okay what's their psychology why do they act the way they do what are their motives is there a feature like script like i was just gonna add like is there a feature script in here like it seems like a bigger idea the way you're describing it Oh, totally. There is definitely a feature script. Uh, I'm still rewriting it. It's not a place where I'm ready to like share with share it with people. I've been telling them like, okay, so when you get to shoot it, what, what, what are you going to do next? Is there going to be another project? And I'm like, I'm just trying to finish the rewriting while working my day job. <laughs> I feel like I might be in my Herbert hole writing until I can step out and say, okay, I'm ready to film this thing. So, but yeah, there's a feature on this that this is attached to. So, uh, so Tian, when you first watched the film, do you remember where you were when you first saw, saw the film? Yes, yes. I uh, I was in Austin, um, and I was on my bed, and I got an email from Elijah being like, "It's finally here," and I was like, "What? Oh, here we go! This is it." Okay, so I find I I watched it, um, and I was honestly just uh, in shock about how much detail and dedication that Elijah had put into this. And I was like, wow, it, it really was all worth it. Like we, we have put so much into this film and uh, I was impressed and I was, I, I mean, gosh, I know, it, like you said, it's been a while. Uh, and that's another thing about being an actor. Like you do something like two, three years ago and then it comes out and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm a completely different person. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't even recognize who I was back then. I mean, and it's the truth. And of course, you try to not be like, oh, I could have done this there. And, oh, if I had a chance to do it right now, I'd be like, oh, you know. But um, other than that, it was just phenomenal to see all of our hard work come together. And uh, it was really, I, I, I can see this thing getting some some good purses if you know <laughs> yeah no like it, it makes a lot of sense the thing you very candid it was so interesting that you guys were talking about because you kind of you're, you're kind of talking about living being in your 20s like living in your 20s yeah. like yep. grinding it out and and basically like learning red flags of like personality uh like because we're all kind of similar like you're a writer you understand you're an actor you understand even no more we're kind of very similar mm -hmm. as humans and then you kind of see red flags in people and then you know that person that crazy person you met five years ago that person has the same trait and you're like okay that's a red flag okay you know what i mean yeah and you kind of found you find your boundaries with people too right you make sure that mm -hmm. your boundaries are in a, are in a non-dysfunctional way i guess right so mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. Hopefully you and the thing is, <laughs> yes, it's true, it's true. And the thing is, it's like, uh, for, I mean, especially for me personally, and I especially feel like for Henry, he had no one to teach him these things. Sure. So he unfortunately has to learn it himself and mm -hmm. he's learning it the very hard way. Yeah. yeah. And that's what generally happens too. I can relate. Like, it's <laughs> like, if you have no mentorship and you're like, you have absent whatever you, you, you I'm sure Elijah's gonna dig deep, deeper deep but he's, he's got absent parents got absent 
kind of like mentorship, yeah, then you, you're you're yeah. you're you're shit out of luck, right? And then of yeah. course, lust yeah. is gonna be like you know you're fall you're fall for this girl and she's sexy and and you know like <laughs> we're all we're all kind Such of an easy to one. that, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even I think the opposite is true too when it comes to like why are you finding yourself to be in a place in your life where you're having to learn this on your own? Maybe you were overparented where the parents were like, Hey, I'm going to take on everything for your upbringing, you know, and put you in a really nice and safe and cushy, sure. you know, uh, you know, just living situation where you don't have to think about anything. Well, now you're kicked out of the bird's nest. You weren't taught any skills. You were just taught how, you know, this, this little paradise may, may or may not have worked, may not have been perfect, but it's certainly, looks nothing like the rest of the world. And I know for me, you know, that was something that was a huge wake up call for me was like, hey, not everyone's like the people that were in my hometown or the community I was around, you know, they don't think like the way that they do, let alone treat others the way they do. And so it was it was also just like, okay, the, the world is a lot bigger than this, just the the green hedges and the green lawns I grew up around, um, <laughs> especially living in LA, where, oh, my God, like, the like i was taking public transport for about a year for one of my old jobs uh because i couldn't afford a car uh at that time and, and living in la is just super expensive and so for me it was like okay this is a huge wake-up call like taking public transport and then like talking about that with some of my coworkers, like oh my god it is insane especially with like the red line and the trains and just everything is like one it's just it's so inefficient for one I think I'm a huge snob for like public transport. I'm like, oh my God, it could be so much better like in Europe. But um, or but even two, New York, it's also just York, like, right? So yeah, New York, yeah. New York or Chicago. Yeah, Chicago, even yeah. then. Um, but but even then it's like, but the the way it's just upkept and the way it's, you know, it, it it's not even like something that's like, you know, taken care of. It's something you don't that's put any money into it, for. Yeah. And, yeah, they don't put anyone into it. And the people they do, it's just a job to them because even them, they're not getting paid enough. So it's it just it stinks, it smells, and it doesn't have the safest people hanging around there all the time. You know, so many people that have taken the public transport, they've all had crazy stories like me of like crazy encounters with like another drug addict or another homeless person and stuff like that. And like LAPD had to show up. It's like, okay, great. <laughs> so know? I do so have to ask like where, the, where are you from? Where are you from originally? Orange County. So it was like an hour and a half, but it's so different. It's so different. Uh, but it's yeah, crazy because even my wife, she grew up in Orange County and she grew up in the more low income side of that. So I was like, I was in a bubble within a bubble yeah. that was already a giant bubble as it is. Um, and so for me, it was like, I, I don't know. I, I feel like COVID might have just like had the scales fall down from my eyes a lot quicker too. Just like seeing how like fragile life is and just how you know, the, our country's really put this like, really, like, distorted version of like the American vision of like, oh, you're kind of like the cowboys living on your prairie farm. And you know, the only thing you need is your gun and your family. But it's like, it's gotten so much farther from that, where it's like, now people are just on their own, and they really are carrying their guns, because they don't trust anyone. And it, it just creates such a hostile environment where nobody even wants to like see the good in others so it's like what are people like me and tion supposed to do where it's like we want to build community we want to find friends we want to have meaningful relationships and like everybody's coming out like as if they're out to get us it's like well, what the world doesn't have to be this hostile like come on 
Well, the good thing you know, about Los Angeles is that there's millions of people and basically you'll find your people. They like, I, yes. I'm yeah. fortunate enough to talk to a lot, obviously a lot of people from Los Angeles and they, you find your people. And then as soon as you do, it, it helps you out a lot, a lot, a lot like, really yeah. So, so yeah, big mm -hmm. time. So tell me about, so, so tell me about like, uh, so you shot it, uh, in 2000, but there was some delay, I guess, in post-production. What was the, what caused the delay time? Uh, it was time uh, switching between two jobs and feeling guilty. I, I could only pay so many people. So I'm like, I'm going to I'm just going to do the edit myself, <laughs> you know, um, and that was the other thing, too. It was definitely a huge challenge for me as well, because like I, I've usually done uh, the edit for most of my films, even in, when I was in school. Uh, there were a couple I did send it up to someone else had it for me. And I I was at a place where I'm like, OK, I really want to like and just enhance my ability to edit and i gotten really comfortable at that point to even be willing to do that i was planning on handing this off to someone um but that first year of the pandemic all i was doing was just like editing like these real estate videos to pay rent because i lost my day job at panavision and i was there for like a couple of years i'm like oh man they laid us off you know uh which was really disheartening and i moved back to, with my parents which was even more chaotic because all my siblings came back too. Um, but it gave me a lot of downtime, just like, okay, I'm just basically rinse and repeat, just open up Adobe Premiere, get the edit going for, for work. And then once we got done shooting, it was like, okay, I'm not as intimidated by this thing anymore. Um, it's probably the most technical edit I've done. You know, I've, I've you know, even though it was black and white, I, I, I still was super intentional about like, making sure the exposure was good, the contrast was good, adding in some film grain, uh, and then just finding all these like fun little tricks to like add like fake halation and like bloom and stuff like that. And just like, okay, what else can I do and with like the transitions? You know, I, there's so many other things I wanted to do too, where like I wanted like baked in physical camera zooms for these transitions where you're warping in and out of like right now present to what happened last night, the night before. Uh, and so, cause we were going to, I was going to use cameras at Panavision when I was working there, but of course the layoff happened and we got the shoot delayed. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna, we're just going to use our black magic and just whatever primes, you know, Canon primes we have, which I felt like just for us, it just made the shoot more intimate because we weren't intimidated by like all this crazy gear and, you know, we've been doing it for years. So it's like, okay, we know the ins and outs of like everything we're using. And so for me, for the edit, it was like, okay, what are some like hacks I can do essentially to like add in a digital zoom, but still like give it this like warping of like when you're zooming in and out instead of like, okay, it's obviously just someone just making the picture larger and smaller, you know? So for me, it was like, it was a really, really fun challenge just to like, just take my editing level to like the next level. Cause before I was just doing a lot more basic edits. So it, it was something that I was really, really excited for just to, you know, put myself through all that torture, even though it took forever, you know, with, you know the edits and how long it did and how long it was but you know i I'm, i am really happy how it turned out so so tian you're you're like uh you're doing well i'm just i was just on your website and uh i like your motto the harder you work the luckier you get i i basically i subscribe by luck is opportunity meets preparation so it's the same kind of analogy wow so, and, yeah uh, and you're 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 doing well on that on on instagram as well you got a pretty large following and because you've been in that horror movie so things are how are things going for you at present day so far so good honestly i'm just trying to do the next do the next 
best thing, right? Yeah, I never want to try to go back and do something I've already done. And uh, uh, I, I always want to try to grow, change, um, be a better actor. I'm, I'm constantly just looking at people and like their facial expressions, how they react. I just, I'm really just trying to be the best actor that I can be because <laughs> like a successful actor is just a, a working actor. I don't, <laughs> you don't need to be like a, a, a giant Marvel superhero, which <laughs> would be very nice, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, so yeah, I, I feel like I am uh, on the cusp of uh, finding my what do you call that? Uh, finding my uh, groove, you know? Mm. I feel like I'm on the cusp of finding my groove. Uh, I've made some big changes this year alone uh, and hoping that those changes uh, get some traction. And um, yeah, I uh, I was in uh, a film called uh, Bitch Ass, uh, which is a horror film. <laughs> and and uh, it it did some some really really good PR for me. And I think, um, uh, again, I just, I'm, I'm looking forward to newer, better, and just more enticing roles. Uh, right now I really want to get into something juicy. That's like, well, like this, where I can take the levels up and take them down and and really challenge myself to, to, to be different because I mean for me acting isn't just about like oh what's what character can I be it's like okay how can I not only find myself in this character but how will this character change me mm-hmm. uh, and that's what I look for when I accept a role um, mm-hmm. that uh, not only hey can I do this but does it scare me you know mm-hmm. and if it scares me then that means I will grow so well you're in a perfect position right now from my uh where i stayed because you you can play a 30 year old but you can also play a teenager as well (laughs) your your agent must love you and you're handsome and uh and you got the right you got the right vibe for what's happening uh right now and uh in in terms of scripts and what's coming out there so my my prediction is like i think you got a tv show um coming up like some sort of role in a tv show Bro, that is so crazy that you say that because, like, I have been okay. A little spiritual background. I've been like manifesting and working on manifestation, and literally (laughs) the past three days, I've been like, "I'm gonna get on a TV show. I'm gonna get on a TV show." So that's so crazy that you say that because I'm very into that stuff. And so, yeah, I'm definitely that's my next goal. I want to get on a TV show. And it's funny uh, because you I've, can do the spirituality. I'm just doing the I'm doing the analytics here. I'm just doing the math. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're so like, they kind of come coming in from both angles, y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny. Last time I caught up with Tion, we were just talking about because we were doing a FaceTime call. And it had been a long time. I'm like, dude. You could def- definitely play something that takes place in a high school or something. You 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 have your yeah. youth with you still, <laughs> you know. So yeah, maybe it's a I TV fi- show. I about find it a big age. stretch to play thirty. Like I'm like, my hair kind of gives away that I'm like not thirty. Like maybe wow, yeah, you can cut your hair, right? Yeah, yeah you can always cut your hair, add grays mm-hmm. if you need to go a little older. 
You got range. Little, just get a little more facial hair. You got yeah, range. That's all I'm gray. trying to say. So you got I some. You got yes. some. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I'm, I got I'm, a feeling. I, I just. Yeah, I, I don't know. I got a feeling that that some, that something's happening. Like, cause you got the, you got a good following on. They love that too. They love. It's just the world. The way the world works now. They love a nice yeah. following on Instagram. Yes, it's they so do. crazy yes, the world we live in now. But yeah, so you guys are on your way. The guys, great film, a really, really solid film. Nice crime film, nicely shot, nicely put together, nicely edited, nice, like, good flashbacks. It kind of works tone wise. So yeah, I wish you guys the ultimate best. Uh, let's, well, hopefully, we'll talk either when this feature, this is made into a feature. I'll talk to you guys together. I'll talk to you guys separately when you yes. make these projects. Thank you Absolutely. so much. All right. Thank well, so have, much, enjoy the rest of your time in Los Angeles in 2024. And I, I have good thing, good feelings about both of you. So let's keep in touch. Yes, we definitely. Will. We'll stay in touch. Thank you. One, two, three, four, five, six.